Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Welcome to the Cultivating Success Podcast. Jeff Sofer and Jonathan Wolfson are brothers and business partners of the top landscaping company, Nature's Experts. Nature's Experts is home to six companies that cater to all your outdoor needs. To learn more about Jeff and Jonathan, simply visit us at www.naturesexperts.com. On the podcast, Jeff and Jonathan bring together other business owners and entrepreneurs to share with you how they developed a prosperous company and how you can too. You will gain insights and meaningful advice on creating the building blocks to success and longevity in the entrepreneurial realm. And now, here are your hosts, Jeff Sofer and Jonathan Wolfson. Hey, Jamie, thanks for joining us today on the Cultivating Success Podcast. I'm excited to have you here today. Uh, It's always fun to get to talk to local business owners that really have grown their companies significantly in the local area because it's such a big area uh, that we live in here that it's interesting that you can have other large companies that you really just don't cross paths with people. So thank you, Jamie, for joining us here today. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited to be here and have this opportunity to be able to be a part of your podcast. So thanks for giving me this chance. Well, I am excited to always learn from other people and see kind of how we can collaborate together and use each other's knowledge and and see where we can continue to push each other to, because I think you've, you know, really grown a pretty good sized company in really a, a short period of time. And it looks like, you know, you're really in a, such a great area, but it's also a unique challenge because you're located in Homestead. Yes, absolutely. We're uh, we're in between the Keys in Miami. West Palm Beach, you know, we've, we, we have a lot of areas that, that are uh, growing constantly and they do pose a, um, how do you say it, a challenge as far as the competitiveness in the landscaping industry here, but uh, it does give us a great opportunity for growth. It really does, you know, located where you're at, you know, probably when you started, it wasn't as good of a place to be operating out of. And literally over the last 10 years, it's probably really kind of made things a lot easier for you guys to grow because you're really right there, but there's so much of a boom in that area. So for people that don't aren't familiar with the area, there's there's Miami. And then as you travel west and south, you get to Homestead. And Homestead is kind of the inner, is in between where you start the Florida Keys and then in between, you know, Miami. It's that kind of in-between area. There's other cities and stuff there, but that's kind of the general gist of where it is. Yeah, absolutely. And and all of the cities along the way are are all they're brand new. All the all yeah. the cities that they're putting together now between Miami and the Keys, they're like brand new, major development, major attracting people. Um, everything's nice and new. It's really unbelievable, actually. So yeah. I feel like you're in a hot spot. Yep. Rapid growth, most definitely. has definitely helped us grow our business and we're truly thankful for that. I mean, it has its its pros and its cons. Um, Being a native here to Homestead, been kind of hard to watch it grow. I do miss the the old small town though. 
Yeah, it is definitely not what it used to be. And it's, you know, constantly in Homestead, for everyone else that's not familiar with the area, Homestead really used to be a very local area where there was just a lot of different diverse farm for agricultural, for plant selling, for flowers, for plants, for orchids, for just you name it. And in the horticulture world, Homestead really was the spot where it was located out of Miami, but it was still in Miami or was close enough to where people could kind of, you know, have affordable housing. There's great work. It's consistent work. And it was really like the hotspot for even places that are outside of Florida, even find and procure their plants. Yeah. You know, I still think that it is for the most part. Uh, we have a lot of colleagues and friends that that work in the the horticultural industry with nurseries and and exporting plants and stuff like that. And a lot of them are still, you know, exporting to northern states. Yeah, it's one of those things where I just wonder what's going to happen to the industry as far as the plant world is concerned. Um, as you know, more land gets sold and it becomes more expensive to put the plants together, but there's really no other climate that's conducive to do it. So I really wonder how it's going to impact things if people are just going to start moving west or if the prices are going to increase um, or if someone's going to pick up the market in another area, possibly. You know, that's a great point. And I think that's something that a lot of people don't uh, recognize and a lot of people fail to pay attention to that. And I'm, I guess it's just, you know, a wave that we have to ride because I think we're all going to feel it at some point though, because you're right. I mean, the, the land is selling rapidly, especially the farmland and where a lot of people have their nurseries and stuff like that. So I, I definitely do foresee that that could be something that would affect anybody in the, any type of horticultural industry. Absolutely. So let's get started. And if you would, so your business started, it's called Trimscape, started in 2013. And let me know how you got started and, um, you know, where you guys are at now a little bit. So Trimscape started, that's a funny story. We started in 2013 when my husband was let go from his job as an airplane mechanic. And I was actually on maternity leave with a, a newborn And when he was let go of his career, we had two options. It was either grow our landscaping company that we were already doing on the side uh, to generate extra income, or he could go out and find another job while I was on maternity leave. And I was set to go back to school to pursue my nursing degree. But we decided to follow the landscaping path because uh, that that was mainly his passion And, you know, everything happens for a reason. And I'm glad we did. (laughs) At that time, it was a very scary decision with a newborn at home. I bet. uh, Because we didn't know if we'd have a consistent income, if the business wasn't going to thrive like we hoped it would. But uh, we went out there with one small lawn trailer, uh, one lawnmower and a truck. And and we did it. Now we've got 14 trucks on the road every day, um, including a pest control division, uh, trees, irrigation trucks. Most of our business is uh, landscaping, lawn maintenance within HOAs and uh, schools and, you know, office parks and stuff like that. But uh, we definitely have come a long way and it has not been easy, but it's been worth it. 
And it's been nice, you know, that our kids have been, you know, along the way and been able to witness firsthand the rewards that you receive when you work hard and you don't give up. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, the industry down here specifically, you know, there's a hump to get over because there is so much work to, um, you know, get here in South Florida, but it also can almost make things more complicated because you're like a dog with a bone. You can go to too many places. You can help too many different people. You know, you can start spreading yourself thin because travel time can really get to you. The logistics can really get to you. You know, unless you're really clear with exactly what you're wanting to accomplish. Yeah, um, I definitely believe uh, there's a lot that personal connection has to do with uh, being able to succeed in the landscaping industry down here, because there are a lot of opportunities and there are a lot of other people who are trying to seek the same opportunities as we all are. But I do believe that some people are doing it for the wrong reasons. And I do have to pay the the respect to my husband who he's been the face of our company with the the connections that he makes with people on a daily basis you know i truly believe in what maya angelo said you know people will forget what you said and forget what you did but they'll never forget how you made them feel and you know having respect for other people and their wants and their needs and customers and their expectations and being able to meet those needs and expectations without uh, letting other things get to your head are are very important. And he has a knack for hearing people out. So I definitely think that's all on him. I'm just holding it all together here. <laughs> I'm listen, on, the, on the back end. Well, listen, everyone has an important role, especially in a business. You know, myself, I have a role in our business. My brother, Jeff, has a different role. And the thing Absolutely. is, without, without both of us, it just, it wouldn't be the same. It just, you know, yes. each... It's we we both really contribute so much that um you know I, I think that you know my brother's business before uh, I got here he just had seven flower shops and then we really started getting into the landscaping and the tree industry when I moved here it literally changed absolutely everything that's so amazing. I think that um you know that's really a big part of it is having the right partner absolutely teamwork makes the dream work. It's definitely something I couldn't do on my own. So you're totally right about that. So, you know, being in Homestead, have you guys really picked an area? Like I said, you know, Homestead's a great starting point because you have an option to go more south to a newly booming area. And then you obviously have the option of extremely busy and populated Miami. So have you guys decided to pick a certain direction with where you guys want to go with the company? You know, believe it or not, uh, we've just kind of been going with the flow. Uh, One of our biggest things that we can offer to clients and customers is that we live in Homestead. So with the growth that's going on in Homestead and most of our current clients are HOAs, uh, we have the opportunity to to be able to be there all the time at at these HOAs and to be able mm-hmm. to attend to them in uh, a moment's notice because we're so close by. So really, we haven't, you know, tried to go too far north or too far south, like you're saying, you know, being that travel time and stuff like that can kind of have an effect when it comes to business. We are all all of our businesses is, is very close to home and 
And I think that's something that helps set us apart from other companies that may come from North or come from South to, to try and, you know, offer the same services. Absolutely. So um, where I guess, you know, now that you guys are at a point now where you have multiple long crews, you have an irrigation technician, you have a landscape insulation uh, division, you are an ISA certified arborist, you have 14 trucks on the road, you have a horticulturist degree, you know, I feel like you definitely have made it past the hump of you're really a small business and you really have options now. So are you guys at this point trying to get more clear of who your customer is? Or are you guys trying to, um, you know, what's the next step for you guys? That's a hard answer. We really don't have a set um, idea of what a customer is or what a target customer, you know, it's really limited to anyone, not, not just any one person or any type of client or, you know, but we're always willing to take on something, um, even outside of the realm that we're working in currently. And, you know, we're always up for a challenge, but as far as, is, thinking about what's our next step. I, it's just kind of right now we're just growing where we are and we've been happy with that and trying to, you know, just hone in on what we've already got and kind of perfect as close as perfect as we can to what we already have. And, you know, we really like to follow through with our word and, you know, sometimes we, we think about taking on more, And sometimes we have to remind ourselves that that we may not want to do that at that time because we may want to be able to follow through with our word and do what we're supposed to do. Because I'm sure, as you know, the landscaping industry is nonstop. The grass is nonstop. The trees are nonstop, you know. So we're definitely doing everything that we can to just ride it out and and just follow where it takes us. But as far as goals go, and what the next step is, I I really don't have like an exact answer to that. We're, we're just doing it. <laughs> well, listen, I think that you chose a great industry. You have a degree in horticulture, correct? Yes. So I think that that actually is pretty rare that somebody who is in Homestead, which is like, to me, it's plant capital of the world, has a horticulture degree has started a landscaping company. You think that it's like this normal occurrence and it's really not. No, not at all. I think to actually have the proper education in, um, you know, the industry. You know, a lot of people really start with just learning. They work for a company and then they're like, oh, well, I can sell this and I can do it for less and so on and so forth. But not everyone really takes pride in ensuring they get the proper certifications, the proper degrees, the right, um, you know, background to really be able to run a successful business, but then also at the same time, provide the right service to people because, you know, we're really want it to me, you know, for the industry to continue to move forward. It's important to have people that really are looking to advance people's standards and people's knowledge. So ultimately people can be charged the right amount of money for the right work. Absolutely. I I agree. And I see this every day. It's very hard, especially being a, a woman in the landscaping industry. You know, a lot of people assume that I have less experience or less knowledge uh, when I don't think that's 
the case at all. But I definitely think that the education that I I decided to pursue has helped me a lot in understanding, you know, more so the righteous way to do business and why things need to be done a certain way. And I have taken it upon myself as a part of my business to be able to try and educate potential clients or current clients of why we do things the way that we do them rather than just coming in and wanting to cut grass and take a check and walk away. You know, um, I feel like there's more of, there's more science behind it than people realize. It's not just learning how to do the business and how to, you know, do it and just let me do my own thing now. Most definitely. How do you think it's played your degree in horticulture? How do you think that's played into the success of the business? Well, you know, I actually just graduated not too long ago. So Mm -hmm. I don't think the degree so much has um, played as much into the success of the business as I'd like to say it did. But it has definitely played a lot into the way how we operate our business as far as, you know, simple things like what height are we going to mow the grass at this time of year? Um, Are we going to apply fertilizer at this time of year? Um, Are we going to, what kind of fertilizer? Is it going to be a slow release? Is it going to be, you know, there's a lot of components involved in the landscaping that I feel like the, the degree in the education has helped me to change and fluctuate around and I do look back before going to school and think, oh, you know, there were there were a lot of things that I did wrong and it was a learning process. But that was why I decided to take upon myself to go to school and, and get the correct education that I felt like would be applicable to our business. Well, I have definitely, you know, for me being in the industry, as long as I have, I think I've learned there's two different types of people in the industry. There's people that are looking to really understand and improve and advance the industry. And I think those are the people that are looking to really grow in the industry. And then there's looking, there's some people that are just looking to make money, which is ultimately fine. And you can want to make money, but the only way to really have a successful company is to really know how to give your customers the proper solutions. And I don't think that you really learn that any other way besides continuing your education and really learning more about how you can service customers, service people, um, making new connections in the industry, especially when you're in business. Sometimes you lose sight of wanting to try to like really reach other business owners, having that kind of business to business um, uh, connection and learning from each other. And you know, when you're an ISA certified arborist, you have to have something called CEUs. And originally, I would say, you know, when I became a certified arborist all those years ago, I was like, great, I'm a certified arborist. But you really don't know anything when you first become an arborist. It's like after you've done it for like 10 years and you've gone to 10 years worth of classes, then you're really like a professional arborist. It's one of those, it's like one of those things where you can't replace the actual work. 
Yeah, absolutely. I'm constantly learning. I'm always a student and I always will be a student. I mean, education, especially in this industry, is something that I will always be willing to accept. Uh, if, if I can learn something from someone who knows more than I do or from a book or a magazine, um, you know, I, I subscribe to that that magazine from the certified arborist and, and I get that every month and I do the little quizzes in it to, you know, to further expand my knowledge and, and to quiz myself to, to know if, you know, what I really know and what I read, if it's correct and, and how much I retained that knowledge. So absolutely. I I think that um, you're right about the two different types of people in the industry and wanting to just make money or people who are willing to grow and I definitely think that that's where I sit in this industry is I'm always wanting to grow and further advance. But I think that all of that starts from my belief that education does matter and learning from other people do matter, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 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 So I guess my last question for you, and I think this has been a great conversation today to really kind of get a glimpse into your business. So I'm interested to know you live in Homestead. To me, it's like the epicenter of uh, of landscaping and plants and everything. Yes. So why was it important for you to get into the landscaping industry specifically? So, I mean, if if you remember back to what I said, it wasn't like I just chose to get into the landscaping industry. I mean, growing up, I lived here in Homestead my whole life. So Um, You know, I've always been around plants and outdoors and had to mow grass as a little girl and and maintain my yard. But I just kind of came along for the ride when we opened our company. And uh, little did I know that it was something that was always within me that I always enjoyed. And and I just think that uh, from there, it was more of like the how do you say it? The interest into all of it has grown and having success uh, definitely helps, helps fuel that fire. Doesn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. I definitely, um, I feel like I grow at more every day and I really enjoy the industry and, and the plants. And, you know, you say all that about the epicenter of all the plants and everything, you know, my house is the interior of my home. I've got house plants everywhere. And, you know, before I went to school, I learned really how to care for plants based on the the plants that I have in the house. You know, some, I would kill some and, and some would thrive and, you know, it's just gone from there. Live and learn it, right? Absolutely. Sometimes it hurts to live and learn, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially when you have a strong connection with plants and you kill one of them, it is, it's hard to take sometimes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, but definitely I'm, we are, I, you know, I've, I've never really been anywhere besides South Florida. So I, I guess I, I kind of take that for granted about um, all of the nurseries and plants and distributors. It's not the same. It definitely isn't the same anywhere else. I'll tell you that. Yeah. See that that's something I, I really didn't pay attention to until, you know, our business grew so much that, you know, we thought about, oh, maybe we should, you know, open up a another location here or there, you know, when we go other places, even in Florida, it's not the same. 
it be it's a different business model. Like you, we're we're definitely looking to expand out of South Florida ourselves. Um, but you know, it's a different business model. It's a different type of business. Um, and then the way to approach everything is different. It definitely is not the same. Yeah. So it's definitely something to consider because just Florida is so abundant, but it's also something you have to be really careful of because it's definitely, you know, you get spoiled with how you can find customers, how you can retain customers, how you can grow customers. You know, it's just, it's, it's not the same everywhere else. Yeah. See, that's, um, that's definitely something we've taken into account when, when that thought has crossed our minds. I do believe that. I mean, you know, the, <laughs> talk about spoiled with, you know, the ability to make money in the landscaping industry here in South Florida, where it's hot, it's rainy, it's wet. Um, the grass is always growing. So I definitely have learned to not take that, you know, for granted as much as I, I think that I used to in the beginning. Well, Jamie, it has really been great having you on the call today. Um, I think it's just always great to obviously continue to connect with local people like you and your husband who run this business in Homestead and uh, really kind of see what else everyone is doing, how they've done it, how they've really created success. And I'd love for everyone if they could have the opportunity to get your information so they could reach out to you if they have any questions. Absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate that. So if you would, you want to tell everyone how to connect with you? Oh, um, yeah, you can find us on Facebook under Trimscape. We have an Instagram, Trimscape Corp. And we also have our website is Trimscape.com. Well, Jamie, thank you again for joining us on the Cultivating Success podcast. This has been a great conversation with you today. We appreciate you joining us and we wish you the best of luck in the future. And we look forward to continuing to work together with you in the industry. Thank you. It was a pleasure. You bet. Have a great day. You too. Thanks again. This has been the Cultivating Success Podcast with Jeff Sofer and Jonathan Wolfson. To learn more about Jeff and Jonathan and their businesses, visit www.naturesexperts.com.